Locked On Podcast Network and Radio.com present Locked On Today. It doesn't feel like spring around the country, but pitchers and catchers did report. How is the courting process going for NFL teams trying to land J.J. Watt? Plus, the greatest athlete of all time, a debate you don't want to miss. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and the biggest debates in sports. You're locked on today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. Big news for the Padres today as they signed Fernando Tatis Jr. to a massive 14-year, $340 million deal. We'll get to local reaction coming up, but with pitchers and catchers reporting, I want to bring in Sully from Locked on MLB for a big picture discussion. Give me the one big storyline that fans who are maybe, you know, they're they're coming out of their football stupor. Um, they're, they're, okay, I got basketball for a couple weeks. Oh, baseball's back. What is the one thing that those fans need to know as we head into the spring here? The San Diego Padres had the most busy offseason, and they were a very exciting, good team last year. But they picked up Hugh Darvish. They picked up Blake Snell. They, who are two wonderful pitchers who are going to fit perfectly into what is already a very strong pitching rotation. Uh, Joe Musgrove is not a bad pickup either. Uh, they have Manny Machado there. Uh, and, and one of the most exciting teams to watch in baseball will be San Diego. And the, the defending World Series champs, the Dodgers, picked up a social mit- misfit who perfectly timed a wonderful 11 games in Trevor Bauer, who's essentially going to be their number three starter. The highest paid player in the game is going to be the Dodgers' number three starter. If you are just want to see good baseball, the potential knockdown dragout between the Dodgers and the Padres could be some of the best baseball you see all year if you're just a pure baseball fan. I think a couple other things to make note of is that the Atlanta Braves, uh, you know, kept their team together. I think in bringing back Ozuna, I think that they are going to be a very, very fun team to watch. The Mets remain the strangest organization in baseball. Everything should have been roses and petals falling from the sky with the new ownership and the Wilpons finally gone and the acquisition of Tatis. Uh, a, a flurry of absolutely disgusting and humiliating headlines involving the general manager and former manager and just the culture of the team just makes you go, oh, God, what a cesspool. Um, but they should remain, they should be an interesting team. That whole division should be interesting there. Uh, and the, the St. Louis Cardinals, who a couple of years ago poached Paul Goldschmidt, from one West, you know, uh, NL West team, the Diamondbacks, they poached another perennial all-star in Nolan Arenado. And while that is a weird and kind of weak division, the NL Central, uh, the Cardinals are going to be a very exciting team. Uh, in the American League, the Yankees, the Yankees are weird. The Yankees have one great pitcher and then a bunch of, they have four starting pitchers who combined for one more inning than I threw last year, which is weird. How is the courting process going for NFL teams trying to land J.J. Watt? That's next. 
Today's episode is brought to you by betonline.ag. Just because the NFL is over doesn't mean there still aren't plenty of ways for you to make some money betting on your sports knowledge. And there's one place that has you covered, one place that we trust. That's betonline.ag. And right now, when you sign up for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code locked on, you will get a 50% welcome bonus. That means they will give you money just for putting money in your account. It couldn't be easier. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. There's NBA to bet on, college basketball. Baseball is going to be here before you know it. Hockey, golf is a blast to gamble on. And when you go to betonline.ag and use the promo code locked on, you will get that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And why not? When you've got names like caramel brownie, cookies and cream, German chocolate, salted caramel, double chocolate, all of these bars are covered in 100% chocolate, and yet they're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber. It is a miracle of modern science. I'm telling you these things are the best. I have tried every protein bar on the market in my life. Nothing holds a candle to Built Bar. They truly are. The protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code Locked On, and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code Locked On for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. The San Diego Padres have a face of the franchise who may just be the new face of Major League Baseball. Hey, what's up, guys? Javier Reyes here, host of the Locked On Padres podcast, and... uh. I, I, I don't know what to say. The Padres, AJ Preller and the Padres, uh, AJ Preller, the warmonger of this offseason, if we're being honest, are in agreement with Fernando Tatis Jr. on a 14-year, $340 million deal. It is the third largest deal in terms of total buddy in Major League Baseball history. Absolutely insane. Only trailing behind Mookie Betts and Mike Trout. Truly unprecedented. The guy only turned 22, 22 last month. And this is insane for them. He hasn't even played a full season in his uh, career technically yet. A full 165 games. He has not done that yet. But still, the Padres is a huge win for them. They lock him up for such a long time and for probably less than what he would be making if he did some sort of extension or got money later on in his career. So it is a huge win for them, culminating one of the great offseasons the Padres have probably ever had. And one of the great offseasons maybe any MLB team has had in quite some time. Uh, I'm going to go celebrate, like, do some snow, make some snow angels in the backyard or something right now. I don't know what to say. Uh, I'm losing my mind right now. For more information, we're going to be breaking it down on the Lockdown Padres podcast episode uh, dropping tomorrow uh, and just celebrating. Honestly, just celebrating. Really big day for the Padres and couldn't be more happy about it. Two of the best went up against each other last night in the NBA. The Clippers were without Kawhi Leonard and Paul George against the league's hottest team, the Utah Jazz. And the Jazz just keep rolling. 114.96. Here's David Locke from Locked on Jazz with more. The Utah Jazz have won their ninth straight in their 20th of their last 21 games with a win over the LA Clippers tonight. This one was much more of a tussle than you might have imagined. The Jazz trailed the half despite the fact the Clippers were without Paul George and Kawhi Leonard in this game. But as the story has gone all season long, if you take away one thing, the Jazz will get you with something else. The Clippers, after allowing 12 
First quarter three-point shots by the Jazz started hugging to the shooters, leaving the Jazz to play a two-man game in the middle of the floor. And Rudy Gobert finished with his fourth 2020 game of his career, his 11th 20 rebound game of his career, as he carried the Jazz load offensively. Joe Ingles ran the pick and roll to perfection for the Jazz in the third quarter. Eventually, they went up by 20, as they have so many times this year on this incredible run with the league's best record and now winners of 20 of their last 21 and two games ahead of the Lakers for the number one spot in the Western Conference. For more on the Jazz, listen to Lockdown Jazz on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Tim Tebow is retiring from baseball after five years as a minor leaguer with the New York Mets. The 2007 Heisman Trophy winner returned to baseball in 2016 for the first time since his junior year of high school and got all the way to AAA, encouraged by then general manager and current team president, Sandy Alderson. It was a close one in New Orleans, but it was Dame time again for Portland. What up, y'all? Pass first point guard and host of Lockdown Blazers, Mike Richmond. Of course he did it again. Of course he did it again. It's, it's, it's what he does. He does it every night. We just, we watched the magic happen and he did it again. So of course he did it. Damian Lowe had 43 and 16 and a go-ahead layup with 16 and a half seconds left and and one to give the Blazers a two-point lead. New Orleans couldn't score in the final 16 seconds and the Blazers won. They're six in a row. Of course he did it again. That's what he does. Oh, fine. Listen to Lockdown Blazers. Here is another story you need to know. Over the weekend, ESPN's Ed Warder reported more than a dozen teams were interested in the services of the recently released J.J. Watt. Those teams included the Steelers, the Browns, the Bills, and the Titans. We since have reports from the Bills, and the Browns that there is mutual interest from J.J. Watt. Werder has added to his report that Watt's priorities are quarterback, surrounding cast, and money is at the bottom of that list. So where is he headed? Brian Peacock from Peacock and Williamson and, of course, Locked On 49ers joins me now. And, Brian, when you hear that criteria set, of the teams that we've mentioned at least here, which make the most sense to you. And I'll add Green Bay because Bill Huber from Sports Illustrated also said the Packers are one of those teams interested. Well, the Houston Texans had a pretty good quarterback, so I don't know how high that has to be on his <laughs> list, although hopefully that quarterback is playing in San Francisco, then maybe that'll be a match. If money's not the thing, that would be uh, the only thing holding me back if I'm the 49ers trying to go get J.J. Watt. But he fits every team, every single team that – thinks that they can make a run at J.J. Watt should be doing so because he can play anywhere on the defensive line and be an impact player. And at this point in his career, you know, J.J. Watt, go be happy somewhere. And if money's not the biggest thing, you know, go to your home state in Wisconsin and play with a Hall of Fame quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. And I think the Bills and the the Packers have to be the teams that that are the leading candidates going by what I would assume J.J. Watt would be looking for, what the teams need, where those teams are at, and of what we just heard J.J. Watt would be looking for. And I thought it was really interesting that he he just tweeted out, free agency is wild, period. And I, you think about some of these players and you don't realize it, and he's in his 30s, he hasn't had a chance to choose where he's going to go play ball until or since uh, high school, since he was recruited out of high school to go to Wisconsin. So um, that's a pretty cool moment for him in his life where he gets to actually decide. So, yeah, take your time, figure out what team fits you best, and then 
go play for the Packers, I assume. Uh, the Browns, I know I heard, are the big name recently, but I have a hard time believing that the Browns would beat out teams like the Buffalo Bills and the Green Bay Packers and the Pittsburgh Steelers for J.J. Watt's services. Well, and if he goes to the Browns, then he becomes rivals with his brother mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh. You'd have to play him twice. That just seems like a weird thing. It is It is wild, though. If you, if you think about your yourself five years ago, you hear J.J. Watt is a free agent, and two of the places he's interested in are Cleveland and <laughs> Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're living in a wild world right now. I mean, even two months ago, some of the things uh, I would have thought, first of all, J.J. Watt would have had a big trade market. I, I can't believe that they wouldn't have gotten a really good offer there. And then you see everything else that's going on in Houston. When I first heard some people ask me at Locked On 49ers, hey, you know, a lot of weird stuff going on in Houston. What about the 49ers trading for Deshaun Watson? And I shot that emailer down so fast. And I said, there's no way that anything like that could be happening. But but here we are. And maybe there will be a trade of Deshaun Watson. And J.J. Watt has now been released from the Houston Texans and, you know, apologies to Andre Johnson and DeAndre Hopkins and some other good players that that played in the in Houston for the Texans. But J.J. Watt is Mr. Houston Texan for that franchise's entirety. And the fact that they just let him go and, and let him walk and released him to go play wherever he wants is uh, is in J.J. Watt's words. Wild. The greatest athlete of all time. A debate you don't want to miss. Next. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Buying car parts can be a major hassle, especially right now when you don't want to go into the store. And even if you do go into the store, you have to deal with someone behind the counter who is going to have to go look up the parts in their warehouse on their computer. You have a computer. You have a smartphone. You have the internet. You can go to rockauto.com and do it yourself. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. They've got a unique and remarkably easy to navigate catalog. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. And best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same part? Go to rockauto.com now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the Day. So even though Naomi Osaka took down Serena Williams in the semifinals of the Australian Open, we are still very much talking about Serena Williams as a GOAT, the greatest of all time, the greatest athlete, full stop, no gender qualifier of all time. Joining me now from Locked On NFL and Locked On Saints, my friend Ross Jackson. And Ross, we are spoiled right now with GOATs from Tom Brady to LeBron James, Serena, Simone Biles, uh, Sue Bird, Diana Taurasi. I mean, we have incredible people doing it right now, active, greatest of all time type athletes. Is Serena at the top of your pantheon? Yeah, I I loved coming into this segment and and hearing, you know, talking about 
a goat when we should be talking about the goat, which is absolutely <laughs> Serena Williams. This is a hill I am happy to die on at any time. We're talking about 23 Grand Slam titles. Yes, she was on her way to her 24th, didn't get there tonight, but that's okay. 23 Grand, Grand Slam titles, 73 career singles titles. Oh, also, by the way, 23 in doubles, 27 and 4 record in mixed doubles. Like, she's absolutely the goat, the greatest athlete of all time, as far as I'm concerned. All right. So here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I love Serena Williams. I think mm-hmm. she's incredible. I think she absolutely has a case. Again, gender qualifier gone. Right. One of the greatest athletes of all time. Let me let me die on the Tiger Woods Hill. If you're going to die on the sure. Serena Williams Hill, I'm going to die on the Tiger Woods Hill for this reason. You're going to say, okay, well, Jack Nicholas has the most major titles, right? Okay, Serena doesn't have the most singles Grand Slam titles. Margaret right. Court does. Right. Serena is also tied for second for most consecutive weeks at number one with Steffi Graf. She's third in total weeks, total weeks at number mm-hmm. one behind Graf and Martina Navratilova. So number one is sustaining success. She was the best player for X amount of time. Right. Tiger Woods has an absolutely untouchable streak at world number one, 281 weeks. He was the number one golfer in the world. And guess who has the number two streak? Also Tiger Woods, 264 (laughs) weeks. That's 10 years, Ross, of being the best player in your sport. The next closest guy is Greg Norman at 96 weeks. Tiger Woods' streak is five times better than the next closest guy. And his dominance, I think this is important too, the peak. Mm -hmm. Like Where are they at their peak? Tiger's dominance in that 2000, 2001, 2002 range is I've never seen anything like it. They were doing things ESPN would before every major, they would go, who's going to win tiger or the field. And the writers would pick tiger. I mean, imagine being so dominant. I give you 70 guys or one and you're picking the one. But I, I would argue that that Serena was very much in that place at the same time. Maybe not the most consecutive weeks for that, absolutely, but was absolutely there at the same time to where you were picking either Serena or the field. And 2001, 2002, 2000, like that's all really fine and sweet and kind of cuddly. But the fact of the matter is that Serena Williams has won championships in the 1990s, the 2000s, the 2010s, and the 2020s, spanning four different decades. And even if you want to talk about, look, here's here's what I will say. I love that we're having this conversation about Serena Williams and Tiger Woods as opposed to like Serena Williams and somebody totally undeserving, like Tom Brady, who doesn't really need to be in the same category when we talk about (laughs) all over goats, right? So I'm really glad that this is the conversation that we're having. But let me ask you this. How many of those championships, how many of those, you know, and I'm talking about across all goats, Tiger Woods included, championships, titles, everything that they have won over time, how many of they did how many of them did they win after a near fatal delivery giving birth to their child? How many of them did they win? Right, pregnant for eight eight weeks pregnant when they won them, right? So you could take away and equalize everything you want to before 2017. But what Serena Williams has done over time 
throughout her life at 39 years old now. We can talk about Tom Brady at 42 all we want. We can talk about the success and everything. She has all that. She has the near career-ending injury. She has the near life-ending injury that she came back from to still win a title afterwards. Not a major title, but still win a title and be contention for major titles over and over again, rising back into the top 10, being a top 10 performer in her field and in her craft, which is world competition, much like Tiger Woods, four years after turning pro, it's Serena Williams. It's Serena Williams and then the field. It's hard for me to make a counter case with what Tiger Woods has gone through because so much of it was a prison of his own making, right? Sure. We, we can't compare giving birth and, and winning a Grand Slam title to what Tiger went through with the car crash. And right. then, I mean, I think we sort of forget that he was pulled over or, or ticketed he was mm-hmm. in his car asleep because of um, pain medication and and right. ended up having to you know seek treatment for all of that. But then to come back and win the Masters the way that he sure. did, he's got the most Masters titles of any, and this is the most prestigious uh, uh, major that you can win. For him to come back and do that, it I don't want to compare it to motherhood. Especially not as someone who is a Be new careful. dad, right? I'm I'm a, I'm a new dad. Um, my wife is incredible, and and seeing what she went through, I, so I don't want to compare them. I just I think it's worth pointing out that Tiger has the the late career sort of miracle win, right? Not that we didn't expect those both of them to be incredible late into their careers, but he does have that sort of cherry on top moment that makes you say, "Oh, this is unique. This is special." They're they're both goats and let's let's call it a draw, Ross. Let's call it a draw. I'm happy to call it a draw. And, and I'll mention the one last thing between these two to where they both deserve a ton of credit is their ability to change the sport that they're a part of, yep. revolutionize the sport that they're a part of. What the people who played the sport look like after them is vastly different than what the players that played before them look like. The way that they changed conversation around race in their sports, the way that they battled things that their cohorts did not have to endure, both of them facing racism and and prejudice consistently throughout their careers and still coming out to be in this conversation as the greatest of all time is a truly remarkable feat and something that I hope they won't be the last to do it, but they'll certainly be the ones in the fondest memory in their era for what they've been able to achieve. And we don't need to get into the prejudice Olympics but of course. It, this does remind me a little bit of the old saying that that all the moves that Fred Astaire did, Ginger Rogers did backwards and in heels. Right. For all yeah. of the for all of the the racism and and the discrimination that Tiger Woods felt, Serena did it with with the race and the gender being yeah. something that that she faced scrutiny over. And and that needs to be mentioned here too. Yeah. And speaking of the Olympics, by the way, four gold medals for Serena Williams as well. How many of those does Tiger have? And finally, it was on this date 20 years ago that Michael Waltrip won the 43rd Daytona 500, in which a last lap crash claimed the life of Dale Earnhardt, prompting NASCAR to implement new safety procedures. Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Listen to Locked on Bets, download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up Friday, why does the best team in the NBA not have any MVP consideration? We'll have that and a lot more. So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today.